Hey, babe. What's up? You know, I was just thinking, you know, just kind of pondering us, you and me, our relationship. You know, I think that we're really, really compatible. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, you know, we uh, enjoy similar things. We like to eat and drink alcohol, that is. A lot. A lot. And, and eat a lot. And eat a lot. And like we like similar music. You know, you talked about how you're always so impressed when you like obscure Pantera songs. Yeah. Uh, we're both kind of assholes. Kind of? Yeah. You're right. We're Definitely big, assholes. We're big assholes. Definitely assholes. And, you know, I think that we're pretty sexually compatible. I agree with that, too. <laughs> uh, you know, and I... That... I that really uh, even came across when we even when we first started seeing each other and, and sleeping together, you know, um, you were one of the few people only person. I'm not really sure that I've been with that. Like I didn't get a UTI after yeah. we were like doing it like all the time when we got together. And, um, you know, sometimes chicks, they get this thing, this thing called vaginosis, which is like this insanely itchy like vag. Yeah. I didn't get that at all with you. That was really I great. dated some girls that were just itchy, irritating badges. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. weren't. And I didn't have one either. That's awesome. That, that is. You know what else was really interesting too? Like, I mean, I can't speak for every woman, but I feel like this is a, a, a pretty typical thing is under most circumstances, a guy comes in you and then it immediately like drips out. Yeah. That like never happened with you. You know, like it was just like our bodies were just like they were just meant to like be together and wanted to be together. And, you know, so there was just this none of this like gross, like wet spot in the bed that I had to make you sleep in. <laughs> so like that, that was really cool. Yeah, You didn't leak anything out and then, you know, ended up in the wet spot yourself. Yeah. So, you know, the, the other thing, too, and I mean, this is totally makes sense if it's with the whole, you know, come not dripping out and stuff. But, you know, when we decided we were going to have a baby. I took my IUD out and it was like two months, just two months. And we yeah. were, I was pregnant. You were like, put a baby in me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I mean, like I'd like, I'd had IUDs for seven, eight years, been on birth control for probably at least 10 years before that. Yeah. So you know what this really tells me? What's that? That like pregnancy is actually really easy to prevent. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Yep. This is the Adulting Under the Influence Podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. One of the things I remember, um, actually a conversation we had not too long ago about, you know, having unprotected sex. Yeah. And like you being like talking about how, uh, you know, you didn't trust a lot of other girls that you were, you, you used to date or fuck with or whatever. Yeah. The girls I was whatevering. Yeah. Those, those girls you were whatevering. And then when you and I started whatevering, you know, it was pretty quick that, you know, I mean, I, I had an IUD and everything, but like yeah. that, uh, 
that uh, there was no other no other method. Well, I mean, being and used. I, like with a lot of girls, you know, I, there were a lot of girls that'd be like, "Oh, I've had my tubes tied," or "Oh, I'm on birth control," or oh, "I have a an IUD," or there was all these things, and I'm like, "But you have kids. I can't. I don't know how honest you are and how trustworthy you are and how you know." Like women who say they're on the pill, like I don't know how much I can believe that. How great are you about remembering to take that motherfucker every day? You are a successful doctor in your thirties, and you don't have any kids. I'm like, wow, she's got her shit together. <laughs> she knows how to not get knocked up, <laughs> or she's got a punch card at the abortion clinic. It's one or the other, and either way, then I don't I don't have to worry about it. So I'm good, you know. I'm. It was just like, all right, score. Yeah. And you knew you scored because, like the old saying says, never hesitate. Or, no, you should always be with a guy who never, always makes you laugh and never hesitates to go down on you. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Good. And a woman who wasn't getting knocked up and you had a guy who would always go down on you. Yeah, good point. Score. Good point. Well, um, <laughs> here we are in Maryland. We are in our house. In our house. Uh, been in this house now a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah, right at two weeks now. We don't have any furniture in it for the most part. We, we got a couple of things. We hit Ikea and big lots and uh, that's what we've been sleeping on and living on. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a bed. It's a couch. Um, yeah. Couch. Uh, it's, it's, it's a nice, you know. Big house, lots of room, um, nothing in it hardly right now. We do, we do yeah. Have a, we have this nice sectional sofa we bought so I can sleep one direction and you can sleep the other <laughs> off the L where our heads can kind of meet in the middle mm-hmm. in that corner back there. Makes it easier to give the goodnight kiss before we... We don't ever do that, though. Hey, we did last night. I don't think so. Yeah, last night you were like, can I have a kiss? Or but night before. <laughs> like, can I have a kiss? And I had to climb over my mountain of pillows to come over and give you a kiss, but I did. Uh-huh. But, uh... I mean, there are things I'm very excited about with this house and how it's going to be set up. Mm. Um, the the podcast area that we're going to be working out of in the basement, I think, is going to be great, um, especially once we get these other chairs, the IKEA chairs that we bought. So we had something to sit on. Uh, we get both of those down there, have a little table set up, you know, be facing each other more. And I think it's going to be a comfortable, much more relaxed podcast setting than we had in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, True. I think that'll be nice. We're, they're not going to be using lawn chairs. Yeah, we're not not going to be using lawn chairs for our podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good good setup. Um, that and it's going to be down. We have a finished basement that's got a bar in it, which is awesome, and it's actually open into the backyard. So the basement opens up into the backyard. And it's yep. Slided glass door, so it's not just a dark, creepy basement. It's a dark, creepy basement with a door. <laughs> yep, and a bar. And a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this house has clearly been a rental for a long time. There are just all these like little pat- patches of work that is evident everywhere. Yeah, just keeping the place going. Yeah. Um, I really hope we keep our, keep our motivation to move out of this house in a year up so that we can find an, another house <laughs> yeah whether we we buy our rent or whatever just a, a, a better house that suits us better um this be all right for now we have a fireplace so we'll survive winter <laughs> and uh you know 
Um, as soon as our shit gets here from Hawaii, we will be much more comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing right now is just, uh, you know, there's the house is a mess and there's clutter because we don't have much, but the shit we do have is small and we don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, they all, it all just like came in suitcases and shit that we've just bought since we've been here. Yep, and we've kind of just exploded mm-hmm. into this house. I mean, we have we have nothing though. Like no, you know, we have a folding table and chairs in our kitchen. We don't have a TV at all. Mm-hmm. We have a my laptop that we sit and watch <laughs> streaming video on in the evenings. Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, you saw Ted for the first time yesterday. Yeah, watched Ted, uh, Mark Wahlberg, and um, obviously Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Uh, good flick. I, had, I, I dug it. <laughs> I was scared it was going to be like Sausage Party and just, you know, like, obviously it's much older than Sausage Party, but when it came out, I was like, okay, it's going to be a teddy bear that smokes weed and says fuck. It's going to get old real quick. <clears throat> but there, there was actually a story, you know, it's cheesy story, but it was silly. It was funny. It was fun. And your your woman was in it? Yeah, Mila Kunis was in it, my, my mm-hmm. celebrity crush that I never can remember. <laughs> yeah, you have a, a, a type. Yeah, I do. You pointed that out recently, you know, the <laughs> dark hair, big eyes, short too. I like short girls. So, mm. But yeah, dark hair and big eyes. Then the big eyes thing didn't, I never realized that. Like Every girl I could think of that I was attracted to, I was like, Oh, yeah. Short, dark hair, big eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely have a type. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Mila Kunis is... I mean, it, I would be hard-pressed to find a guy who didn't wouldn't say that Mila Kunis is his type. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, good movie. Much better than Sausage Party, which I think we've ever talked about here. That movie was so fucking horrible. Yeah, like, it was I, bad. I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be clever. It had some great people involved in it. But after, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, wow, this is literally just a cartoon that says fuck. Yep. And the 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 douche, the bad guy of the, the cartoon is an actual douchebag from the grocery store. It Yeah, it was just, it was, it was really bad. Yep. Horrible movie. Um, so we hired a nanny. We did hire a nanny. We are nanny people now. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> it really is. Um, I never thought I'd be someone that had a nanny. Me neither. I mean, maybe a, a, a nurse that took care of me. <laughs> like, you feeble fuck, come here and let me feed you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you knew I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, no. But, um, and change my diaper. But instead, we hired somebody to change the baby's diaper and feed him. Mm-hmm. And play with him. And play with him, and she does. She's awesome. Takes him out. They do things together. Go to parks go to playgrounds and have a good time. So mm-hmm. it's great. It's a, I have to say it is a bit of a relief though, because all I could imagine in my head when we were getting ready to start interviewing nannies was if Fran Drescher walks through that door, I'm going to throw her through <laughs> the goddamn plate glass window up front. <laughs> like if I, if I had to listen to that voice every day, like, yeah, well, somebody d- would die. She didn't. So nope. This, this woman does not have an obnoxious voice. Um, she isn't shrill and needy and actually seems like a pretty decent person. So mm-hmm. that's yep. nice. Yep. Pretty cool. We're nanny people now. Yeah. And still, it, it's, it's hard letting that sink in and it's, <clears throat> it's only a few days a week. I mean, we're not, 
not like a full time, not a live in nanny. We didn't get an au pair, mm-hmm. which was was interesting too. Um, like, what is the difference between a nanny and an au pair? And I was like, what What is that difference? And you know, I looked it up because I didn't know. And an au pair is typically somebody from a foreign country that moves here and moves in with you and takes care of your child in exchange for room and board. And you don't really give them a salary, but you give them some spending money and they're like a part of the family. They're like a, a, a family member that just takes care of the kids. I'm going to need you to stop yawning. Sorry, man. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm tired too. <laughs> I know you wore me out earlier. What can I say? Ugh, lucky you. Afternoon delight. was <laughs> was nice. Now, anyway, an au pair though is like, you know, like I said, a live in, person that's trying to learn the culture and especially if they want to be a, a citizen or whatever. So mm-hmm. that was the difference. And I did find out also that in, to, to hire an au pair, like since you don't pay them, you're like, Oh, well, that seems like a pretty cheap deal except for the agencies that, that connect you with these au pairs overseas charge you anywhere from five to $15,000 to do that for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, it covers the, the travel expenses and all the legal costs of getting them, them here and getting the work visas and all that shit set up. And then, I don't know what else beyond that, you know, their travel over here, but yeah, it's a uh, hmm. yeah, five to fifteen thousand dollars. So we did not do that. I mean, that's not why we didn't do that, but well, no, but we didn't do that. We didn't. Do <laughs> that. We, didn't we didn't drop <laughs> five to fifteen thousand. So I thought about the old pair thing. I was like, yeah, no, I don't really want somebody living in the house. No, no, I don't want that either. Some damn foreigner. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what else is what what else is going on with you? Um, organizing a comedy show. Excited about that. Mm. Went uh, as many almost didn't go, but you talked me into it. See, I owe you again. Mm. Um, <laughs> went to the cigar shop. Uh, what last weekend? Yeah, it was Saturday. Yes, yeah, so last Saturday. We we go to today. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> My bad. I'll try to stop. Um, You're just making it seem like we're really old. (laughs) Gee, it's shocking. It would seem that way. Mm. Um, No, so we could go today when we're recording this. uh, You were like, go to the cigar shop. Go have a cigar. Go relax. um, Hang out. So I did. I got to talking with the people there. Um, It came up that I'd do comedy. And then the manager had seen me post on Instagram and tagged the shop I was at. And called the shop and told the people working there, like, hey, there's a guy in there. I'm looking at his Instagram. He just tagged us in a post, and he's a comedian. Talk to him about doing a comedy night and in the lounge. They have this huge member's lounge. And uh, they are like, okay. So they came in and started asking me questions. One thing led to another, and now I'm planning a comedy show um, for August 21st. Main Street Cigar, so that'll be fun. Cool. And uh, got a, a buddy of ours from Hawaii, a guy we met in Hawaii, he's not from there, uh, that actually lives in Jersey that's going to come down and perform, Maxwell Sam. He's a great comedian, funny guy, super nice guy, too. He came and joined us on an episode of the High Comedy Pod, joined uh, Ray and I, brought beer. Mm-hmm. Like Guys that bring gifts to an event like that are always awesome. So Yep. Um, so Max is going to come down, he's going to do a set, uh, talking with some comedians out of Baltimore, um, we need a couple other people up here and I'll host and do some, do some stand up myself and 
my first time doing stand up outside of Hawaii, so I'm excited to jump back into the comedy game. Right on. What's going on with you? Well, I started my job. You did. You're working. Yep. Which is, it's really, you know, we're teleworking mostly still. So it's good to have the, the nanny so that I can focus on what I'm doing. Um, it's got to be hard to telework when, when you know, when the little one's here and running around. And like even if you're not the one taking care of him, like especially right now, you don't have. It's incredibly hard. Like I have no, and because I don't have any other space, right? Like we're all just like in this common area. Yeah, you don't have an office yet, but you will after this weekend. Yes. So start started working. Um, glad to be be here. Of course, Miss Miss Hawaii. I used to work for the guy who's my boss now. I used to work for him a long time ago, and uh, he's he's a really cool, dude. So glad glad to be here with him. Um, and uh, been doing yoga. Been going to some yoga classes. I used. Uh, I got a. Um, like a new student special, $30 for 30 days. So I've gone three times in the last week. This is good. Yeah, it is. I, I'm trying to, you know, find a place to go, which I'm not going to, you know, continue to go three, day, three days a week because that's, it's a lot for, yeah. for us. Um, you know, just with everything we've got go- going on. And uh, also, but also trying to figure out if there's a place that I can maybe teach one class a week or something. And uh, I'm not really, not really sure yet about this place um either way i'm not really sure if this is gonna be my place to go that i go and practice yoga and do yoga or if it's gonna be or if there is even gonna be an opportunity to um to teach it's pretty busy there's a lot of people there i'm just not really sure how well i i fit in to that so we'll just see see how that goes um still doing a, a lot of writing yeah you know every day every day every day i'm writing uh, which is which is really good, and uh, found this saltworks spa, which is pretty cool. Um, they have this like relaxation room where there's like all this like Himalayan pink salt all around. You know, like those Himalayan salt lamps and stuff. Yeah. It's like what the room is like made of. It's like all Jeez. these like supposed positive like effects from from it, and it was really really relaxing. And today I went and got on this like jade jade bed, which is like this really high class high tech. Uh, massage bed like table almost that was really nice very very relaxing I, I definitely recommend it so um, been drinking more bourbon you have been and uh, me too we, you did buy vodka though so we do have I vodka did now. but that's just so that we could um, make Bloody Marys make Bloody Marys <laughs> you came home with a bottle of Bloody Mary makes I was like oh look at that <laughs> We don't have any vodka, but we got plenty Mary makes. Yeah, so so that's why I did that. But yeah, I've been drinking drinking more bourbon. You know, after our, our last uh podcast in Hawaii when we were you know, Ray was talking about how like, you know, I started drinking a lot more vodka because of Ray and Ray was talking about that's just what he drinks because basically it gets him drunk. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> he can tolerate it and it'll get him fucked up. Yeah. So, um and I was like, I want to drink more bourbon, so I've just been drinking more bourbon. You seem to be enjoying it too. Mm-hmm. That bottle we picked up in Austin. If I could just find another bottle of that, and it's gonna funny. Early Times is the brand, and you can find Early Times bourbon everywhere. But just their their generic, their cheap bottom of the line. You know, comes in a big plastic bottle. Mm-hmm. Like it's cheap, cheap fucking bourbon. But they're one hundred proof. 
is what I got, and it's bottled in bond at a hundred and proof, a hundred proof. So it's like a, a, a bigger bottle. It's a full liter, and it's a phenomenal bourbon. And it's still, it was only like twenty two dollars, I think, for that that bottle, that full liter of mm. uh, bourbon, and it's really good. And and the guy that was in there browsing and I was talking with, he's the one that recommended it, and this stuff's amazing. But I haven't been able to find it since we've been up here in in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Makes me almost wish we would have taken a little detour through Kentucky on the way so we could have gone bourbon shopping. But that may have to be a road trip someday. Road trip to to like Lexington or something. You know, it's interesting here because they don't sell any alcohol in any store that is not a liquor store. Yeah, there's no there's no beer or wine at the grocery store. uh, In no gas stations, Mm -hmm. convenience stores, they don't have beer and wine and. I mean, Texas is by county, but basically, since I've been an adult, pretty much everywhere I've lived, there's been at least beer and wine. Even the little, like, redneck town in East Texas where, yeah. like, you know, where I lived for years and my dad still lives in that area. Like, even that little town, you can go to the grocery store and pick a bottle of wine or a 12-pack or whatever. You can't do that here. Yeah, it's, it's a little annoying. And in Hawaii, you could buy liquor in the grocery yep. store. yep. You can buy beer, wine, liquor, all of it right there at the grocery store. You can go buy you a package of chicken breasts, some taco seasoning, and uh, your tortillas, and a six-pack of Dos Equis, and you are good to go. Yeah. The weirdest part was when we were in uh, Baltimore, though, and like they don't sell alcohol on Sundays at yeah. all. Yeah. That was some weird shit. Yeah. We stayed there for, what, a week? 10 days, something like that. Yeah, almost, uh, nine days. Yeah, and eight, nine days. Go out Sunday morning to buy you a bottle of Prosecco and <laughs> liquor stores closed. It's funny because there was a guy walking like kind of across the parking lot way there and he's, he was like, not on Sundays here. I was like, fucking seriously, dude? And he's like, yeah. And he was a chef and worked at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He was walking over to the, to the grocery store and he was like, yeah, man. He said, you got to go to Harford County. He, he's like, the closest one is this liquor store. And you cut across and go up. And I was like, what's the name of it again? He's like, yeah, pull up pull up Google. And so I punched in. He's like, yep, that's it right there. He's like, it'll take you like 10 minutes to get there. He's like, it's not far. Just you have to get across the county line. He's like, they'll be busy too. So <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, that's the closest one there that is open on Sundays selling alcohol. And they open earlier than, I guess, the other ones in that town. So. There's a beautiful drive up there, though. That's, that was really nice from where I was. I kind of cut through a, a back road on the way up and just rivers and streams. And it was, it was a beautiful drive. So it was worth it to go get you your Prosecco. I think it was worth it for you to go get me my Prosecco. <laughs> it made you happy. Mm-hmm. And I got to see some, do some nice sightseeing. And and actually, that's where I got that really cheap Prosecco, too. They had a, mm-hmm. a, it was on sale. It was like half price. So it was like $7 a bottle or mm-hmm. some shit. That's nice. And it was pretty good, so. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else going on with you, like your writing and working and yoga and salt spa? And, <laughs> and nah, I'm not. And just that? That's just, just that, really, yeah. Fucking slacker. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not much else going on. I need to get my ass in gear and start exercising Yeah, more. me too. I'm actually, you know, we've been looking, I've been researching gems and stuff, and actually... The, what I'm interested in, I think, is going to be one of the cheapest options too. But um, for like a gym, because you got to you know pay a membership like per person or whatever. So 
but if you do it, the the place right up the road here does Muay Thai classes. Mm. And uh, which place is that? Um, it's the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu place. Oh. They also have weights and like workout equipment there that you get to use if you're a member. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they do. Uh, like the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu classes are more expensive. Um, but for the Muay Thai, it's it's considerably cheaper, and they do classes like five days a week. So I could go do, you know, Muay Thai two days a week and get a hell of a workout. This, you know, a proper training for Muay Thai can burn up to like a thousand calories an hour. Mm. So I think Damn. that's, that's kind of the direction I'm looking. I'm like that it would be good for me and also learn a, you know, a good skill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in self-defense. Uh, Muay Thai fighters are pretty much badasses. Yeah. Um, Looking into things for you, the CrossFit, mm-hmm. the Orange Theory, wishing there was a Titan Core. Yeah, yeah. What did it change name to? Uh, it changed to. Um, I can't remember. I think it starts with a K now. Como or something. Maybe? Enduro Crunk. I don't know. No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, that's like a chain thing, though. They're, like, all over. I wonder if we could find one of those in. Maybe. I'd never seen one before. Uh, well, we saw him on TV. Remember? We yeah. we saw something on a TV show where they were using the exact we same were, machines recently. It was on recently. Working Moms. Yeah. And they were using those same machines. Like, oh, shit. in Canada. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're not that far from Canada. There's, Come on. It's, a, it's a method. Like, it's a it's a method. You know, one of, it's a method. Mm-hmm. Uh, something. I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah. But I will look it up. I did like that. It's very low impact. I'm uh I'm getting old, so Yeah. And it wore me the hurts. fuck out too, though. Yeah, <laughs> you you're like, I'm not going back to that. Yeah, you're right. I went back a bunch though. of times. Well yeah. a few times. You didn't go back though. You're yeah. like, now I'm done. No. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like it's gotta be something I enjoy and something to not so I'm not just sitting there going I'm just sitting here lifting my leg. 55 times and then the other leg 55 you know it was, like, it was 45 minutes that 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 we did that though like, i know I, it wasn't I, even that long okay that, well I, I, i'm missing the point of well i i just wish that you would like take into consideration that we love you and we want you to be around and you have a toddler and well and i am that's why i'm talking about doing muay thai and stuff because that'll talking be good about exercise for a long time yeah well this i think is going to be the ticket that's what i'm saying because it's not just Exercising just for the sake of exercising, it's actually like there's other there's another purpose. So I'm you know like killing two birds with one stone type thing. Mm. Whatever. And I'm all about killing the most birds with one stone as I can. Don't. Oh come on, it's a good one. It's not yours. I, I didn't say I was wasn't going to take credit for it. I said it was good though. Now everybody's wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell. Uh, I saw on the I fucking love science page um, the asteroid that hit Earth and killed the dinosaurs is, historically speaking, the largest ratio of birds killed per one stone in history. For those of you who don't understand what ratio means... <laughs> Two birds and one stone is a ratio of two to one. Yep. This would be yep. significantly greater. Yep. <laughs> All those dinosaurs to one stone. 
Because mm-hmm. dinosaurs, they say, did go on to be birds. Mm-hmm. You know, evolved into. Mm-hmm. I know. I saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I remember when, when I, they were talking about that on Jurassic Park, I was like, that's some corny shit they made up for this movie. And later I found out, oh, no, that is actually scientific theory that it's, is pretty well accepted that that, you know. But here's my question. If all the dinosaurs died, how did they evolve into birds? Man, I don't know. Your your questions are too deep for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down a little. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's discuss something a little more frivolous, like, I don't know. Primal nature of men versus women. Yeah, so. <laughs> Let's caveman it the fuck up. So, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, I was uh, definitely, I was I was brought up where, and I don't know, maybe all, all girls are brought up this way, but certainly, you know, all guys think about and care about is one thing. And, you know, there was a lot of other negative things that were said about men in my household too but that that was a big thing was uh that all guys care about and think about is is sex and any that's going to be the underlying motivation oh sex i thought you were talking about high yield mutual funds for everything yeah uh no (laughs) 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 and so Uh i like i i started really like like thinking about this and you know reflecting a lot as i've you know, like I said, I've been been doing a, a ton of writing and uh, just, you know, we're animals, at, you know, at our, our core like that we are like we're supposedly more progressive, <laughs> yeah, more evolved, more evolved animals, you know, but like at our at our core, that's that's what we are. And so it is in a man's nature to. Uh, I want to say constantly, but maybe that's not not the right the right uh, frequency. <laughs> but constantly yeah. think think about sex, and that's okay. I've decided that's that's okay that that's that's constantly what they think about or that it's always on their mind. That's just that's just the nature. That's how that's how we've just been. That's how we've been created. You know, or men have been created. Yeah, we're horny bastards. You know. And that's all right, you know, it, but, you know, the, the progressive nature I mean, of, I'm good with it. of us, good, is that, uh, that, that doesn't necessarily mean you, <laughs> a guy has to, uh, should sexually assault somebody or rape somebody <laughs> or, um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I- be a disgusting fucking pig when it when it comes to those types of things. It, you know, within within reason, of course. Like, I mean, hey, I have a good sense of humor. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're a disgusting fucking pig sometimes too, <laughs> and you know, we appreciate that about you, definitely. But then, you know, yeah. but and so, and opposite of that, not opposite of that, but just like simultaneously, you know, so like that's the, that's a thing, right? Like that's just that's how guys work. That's how they are, and that's okay. That's okay, right? Like, but they have to be uh, aware enough of that to not let that rule. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, and the other thing too, like, so on on women with women, it's uh, it's just, you know, thinking about like a woman's cycle, like every month, like she has, you know, her her body like goes to this this cycle where she ovulates and she has a period and stuff and. 
Like that's fucking crazy. Like that that shit happens, right? It's crazy yeah. that like my body like made an entire organ and an entire organism and yeah, like that's yeah. that's nuts. And um it's fucking crazy how you get a bunch of women together who just spend some time together and their cycles sync up. Like what the fuck is up with that? That's some cave woman shit. Like, it is. No doubt. But you know what that that is, right? You know why that is? No. So the the caveman only had to deal with the bleeding from all the bitches he drug back to his cave one time a month. That's what it was. Old Grog would go out. You, you know you know what the caveman theory of dating is, right? If a bitch can't run, she's yours. Club her over the head, take her back to your place. Mm-hmm. Actually, knew a girl who used to, to say that, and, and it's actually a girl I ended up dating um, at mm, one point. Shocking. Down. Yeah. Uh, she was like, I don't know. I like a guy who's all about the caveman theory of dating. I was like, what's that? She's like, club me over the head. Take take me back to your place. Do what you will with me. And I was like, what the fuck? How long did you guys date? About six months. Mm -hmm. She's the one that did threaten to kill me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good times. Good times. Uh, See, that's, that's, that's one I'm glad. I thought when Haley was like, do you want some stories about Jason? There, she, she had a couple about or one maybe about that girl that I thought she might have brought up, but uh, she didn't. So I was, was like, all right. Would you like to bring it up now? No, I'll wait. I'll wait till Haley's around because I think her reaction. I don't think she probably remembers, but when when I mention it, we'll have her on a podcast sometime, and when I mention it, she will lose her shit. She was not a fan. No, she she didn't mind her. It was the another girl I dated. She didn't like. The one girl I dated, she, like, hated, like, despised. She's like, I just want to punch her in her stupid little face. She was a little short girl, dark hair, big eyes, though. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's weird. Is it? I mean, not weird. It's just kind of a revelation to me. The, the big eyes thing more than anything else that you, uh, you called that one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so that's the caveman theory of dating. But no, there's definitely a lot of primal shit. And like, you know, the thing about, you know, the guy has to spread their seed to, you know, populate the village and there's plenty of hands to work is, you know, excuse a lot of guys use for fucking around and be like, well, I'm a guy, you know, we want to spread our seed. I mean, yeah, but if you spread it into a piece of Kleenex and flush it, it does the same thing to your body, <laughs> you know, like your body's like, yeah, look at that. Pumping them babies out there. It doesn't know. Our bodies are dumb. Dicks are dumb. Balls are dumb. <laughs> they don't know the difference if you nut in a fucking Kleenex, a tube sock, or the neighbor's wife. You know, I mean, it's just your dick and balls don't really care as long as they're getting to pump them out there. So. Yep. This is how, believe it or not, beating off into a tube sock is being more refined and evolved as a creature. Hmm. Hmm. Something to ponder. <laughs> you just you're just like, wow, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, this took a little bit of a turn that I wasn't really expecting it to take. Do you disagree though? That 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 makes you more evolved if you do yeah. that. Yeah. Rather than just banging everything in the neighborhood. No, I don't disagree. I just never thought about it like that. 
I hadn't either until this moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I mean, the point is, like, the species is the way that it is. All species are the way that they are. And that is, you know, because the male (laughs) wants to (laughs) spread his seed. (laughs) True. And um, if you look at, uh, like, natural selection... And things like that. Um, the man spreading his seed is important, but the fact that the female won't let just anyone spread their seed is equally as important <clears throat> because that has, in most of the animal kingdom, not true in humans because some women will just let anything fuck them. Um, but in the animal kingdom, at least, that has helped propagate the, a stronger version of the species like if you look at deer you know a doe wants the biggest strongest deer you know the biggest antlers and you know can fight off any challenging bucks she wants that big buck that's going to compete and win well the reason he competes and wins is because he's the strongest he's the biggest he's the toughest so when he impregnates her he is spreading better genetics and, you know, um, I was this uh, book on I've been listening to on Audible talks about this a lot. It talks mm-hmm. about, you know, now, is that something that is an inherited trait, you know, that like that the spe- the female doesn't even know? Or is this like a, a learned trait, you know, to go for the. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what the you know how the uh the birds and bees talk is amongst other species <laughs> yeah yeah but it it is interesting like you know it goes it goes deep 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 into that uh topic and it's a very it's a like 16 hour audiobook or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah so it's just uh so women you know maybe need to cut men a break for always wanting, you know, always thinking about sex. Men need to remember that they are evolved and not let that rule everything. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, not give women shit for doing what their bodies do. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody needs to, you know, be a little more understanding of, of the other sexes and, uh, you know, of their own sexes too, because, there are a lot of women who are harder on women than men are. And that's true. Treat them shittier for stuff. Yep. And that's, you know, that's a fucked up thing. It's really weird. It really is. I mean, I totally don't deny that though. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly find myself being more judgmental of of a woman. I don't know where that, like, simultaneously, like. Wanting to be supportive, but also judgmental at the same time. It's really, it's really weird. Well, it's like you've talked about, uh, uh, mothers, you know, how your, your view on motherhood has changed since becoming a mother. And you were like, before it was just like, suck it up. That's part of it. You (laughs) fucking chose that. (laughs) Yeah. Deal with it. And now you're like, oh my God, this is so much harder than I realized. Those fucking women are awesome that I criticized all those years. Well, you know, the thing, the thing is that. Here's where that came from, though. 
and it's not I'm not it's not an excuse uh, is that having been a manager with multiple women working for me yeah and then when they became pregnant which was absolutely 100% their right um, and then had to take you know leave of absence again 100% their right I and my you know the other people there had to pick up that that slack you know yeah. for lack of a better word not yeah. there's not slack but like well, I mean, yeah, Slack. I mean, you, you know, as I... You have, to, you have to do that work. As I, yeah. As I got older, though, even even before becoming, like, immediately becoming a mother, like, um, I started really recognizing, um, you know, like, that, that was okay. You know, it was okay. It's okay for women to want to like do this these things and <laughs> you know um you're like oh shit i guess these bitches have my permission now <laughs> when you know i told everybody at work that i was pregnant i was i was scared i was afraid they were going to have the same mentality that i had had like, you know 10 15 years ago right <laughs> ah, great we had to do this we had to do her and they were all now. so happy you know that was really cool and, um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was really, like, there was no, no question. Okay. You're going to be gone for this period of time. And yeah, like that, it was okay. So basically you were saying, you're saying that all your coworkers are better people than you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> About this topic at least. I guess so. I don't know. Here I, I mean, am. I, I get it. Like I, I worked a job where it was, you know. I don't think anybody had gave birth while I was there, but there were still those times you had to pick up the slack for, for the other people for sometimes, I don't even remember offhand what one of these examples were, but it was shit that were like, mm, is that really necessary? And it, it used to irritate me you know, I was working a shitload of overtime. And one of them was, it, there was a fluke period there where, uh, like somebody had to have emergency surgery, somebody had a death in the family, and then somebody else was already on vacation and was like out of the country. So, but they were all happened on the opposite end of the week from when I worked because we worked shift work, twelve hour shifts. It's like we had to cover that. Mm -hmm. It was it was a it was a job where you can't have nobody there. It's not like when somebody's not there, yeah. it's like oh, I guess register seven is not open this week. Yeah, it wasn't something like that. This is a, a, this was without a doubt a, a essential job and so yeah we had to cover those hours and you know fuck we were working i think i worked 13 12 or 13 days straight 12 hour shifts before i got a day off and then right back in for another like 12 or 13 so it was rough like that shit was brutal and yeah you know somebody else was like getting ready to go on vacation i'm like could they just fucking not like yeah you know we've got all we've been working ourselves to fucking death and now they're gonna but i mean you know somebody with a family like oh i've been planning on taking my kids to wherever all year fuck your kids <laughs> was my attitude back mm -hmm. then yeah mine was a baby so you know i didn't understand the whole wanting to take him places because he didn't have shit he liked yet yeah that's when the, the 13 year old was just a infant and oh yeah he'll be here soon he's yeah. been having a ball he's a Got to do some traveling. See Colorado and New Mexico with my dad. So he'll be here for too long. Yep. 
So we have those primal hormones to try to tame. (sighs) (laughs) We have a teenage boy. Yeah, we, uh, I know that, uh, we haven't noticed that he's been not, at least not looking at porn on his phone, but, um, we did, uh, we're, we're trying to be more, be encouraging and have a couple of old playboys (laughs) to give him. You don't know if I want to just like give them to I know. him. I mean, that's like hide like, him under his pillow. Would that, would that or something? be considered distributing? You know, that, would that be like a crime to give him those? I don't know. It's weird. It's one of those gray areas. Like, I think we just need to leave it somewhere for him to find. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, you know. I think you should just them. talk to him about it and give it to him. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I do. I do think like these old one of them is like you know this celebrity playboy mm-hmm. that's just all these different. From like 96 or 97. Yeah. Uh, there's all these celebrities throughout the years. And, you know, it's looking at it like there's some nice pictures in there. That is so, so, so much more tame and calm than anything on the Internet today. Yeah. Like I remember when he first started looking at some stuff and I mm-hmm. found out the, the very first thing I ever saw him yeah. that he'd been looking at was like he had Googled sexy naked women mm-hmm. and like was just looking at the pictures that came up and I was like and like all the pictures there were really harmless I was mm-hmm. like it was a chick with like a swimsuit top with like one side falling down so it was like one boob showing mm-hmm. I'm like alright well you know he's curious I get it you know mm-hmm. definitely don't want to make him feel like he did anything disgusting you know right like no I agreed shameful just like hey dude Probably shouldn't be looking at that just yet, and that stuff wouldn't even. I get it, wouldn't even. I probably said anything about that, but it was no. when the, the the Pornhub stuff started popping up, and yeah, I was like, oh, dude, yeah, you don't need to be seeing interracial gangbangs yet, okay? Save that to your at least sixteen, okay? You gotta have <laughs> something to look on. forward to with the cheerleaders. Stop! Don't <laughs> be like that. See, that's that stupid male. <laughs> Non-progressive mentality that I was just talking about. I know, but it is. It can be funny when, when you know that. What was that? <laughs> I got some uh, bourbon on my thumb. Just licking it off. I noticed you're over there. Li- <laughs> li- just all, pre- all case in point. <laughs> was this like a sociological experiment you just did? Because I lost my train of thought completely. I don't know what the fuck was just going on. I just glance over and you're licking your thumb and. <laughs> Fuck. Case in. I'm gonna go get some of that. Uh, what is it? Self love cream or whatever we saw at Walmart. <laughs> okay, we. Uh, this is not something we had planned on discussing during this podcast, but that shit was funny. I gotta pull up the picture so I can get the name right. Mm-hmm. It's Solo. S O hyphen L O W, lotion, a self play cream for men. That was in Walmart today here in Maryland. Yeah. Along with some uh, vibrating toys that are more than just like the little Trojan cock rings that, with the vibrator. Also, the other lubes they had were interesting there, too, mm-hmm. because there was the Solo Lotion. There was Toy Wonder, a non-drip lubricant for toy play. And then this is the, the one that shocked me the most was Tush Kush, mm-hmm. a cushiony lubricant for backside play. <laughs> and it was sandwiched right in the middle between the Toy Wonder 
and the Solo Lotion. And then to the left of that, same company, the company's called Cake, by the way, has the Stroker, a double-sided toy for men. Yeah. There was well, a motherfucking pocket pussy at yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Like, can we just take a minute? Like, you can't buy you can't buy a beer or wine at Walmart, but you can nope. buy a pocket pussy. You buy a pocket pussy and lube made specifically for toy play. So you can lube that pocket pussy up and go to town on it. I mean, not in the store, but mm-hmm. you can buy the shit to do it. They had a... Uh, they had the morning after pill too, just on the shelf right there. Yep, they had, they had uh, uh, two different versions me. of it. Yeah, well, one was like a generic version, the other yeah. one was Plan B. That's had Wow, which was increased arousal, mood enhancement uh, stuff. I don't know. I don't know if it's a lubricant or what. Yeah, it's interesting things. Mm-hmm. Fucking Maryland Walmart. Some freaks in Maryland. So the other really interesting <laughs> primal type thing that, I mean, I guess women kind of do all kinds of like very primal, didn't have to teach me how to do it type thing is lactation. Yeah, that is a, uh, it's a very natural, you know, just, it just fucking happens. Like you have a baby. Stimulation, your body just does that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. There is this whole supply and demand thing, but well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if there's the the baby there demanding it, like your body's just like, all right, cool, bro, I got you. Yeah. And not only makes milk, but makes a ton of it too, mm-hmm. like a lot. Yep. It's insane. Yep. I, I made a whole bunch of that. You did. I watched you do this for over a year. Yeah. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. I haven't done it for about almost two months now. Yeah, you stopped right... Was it? it was right before we... Well, it was like late May, early June. It was right before we getting to move. Yeah, it was right before we went to Maui, right? Um, I... I pumped a little bit in Maui. Did you? I couldn't remember if you actually did in Maui. Yeah. Because you talked about not. Yeah, but you brought that. the. Oh, yeah, okay. So you did in Maui a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay, so was that was weaning early off June. of it. I was weaning off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, early June. So, wow. So it was the, late May. It, I, I guess it was early June that I... Yeah, because we flew back on the, uh, the second from... Or the first, July first, oh, yeah. June first. Okay. No, June first or second, because the thirty first. I thought whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're about a day or two here. Yeah. So the nice thing about that, she can burn a shit ton of calories. Yeah. I like weighed, like, the same thing I weighed a couple years out of hi- when I was out of high school. <laughs> I didn't weigh that since I was a couple years out of high school. Yeah, I mean, you were like, wow, I weigh less than I did before I got pregnant. And mm-hmm. you were working out some before you got pregnant. You know, you were like... Mm-hmm. I was drinking a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why I lost weight when I got pregnant. I wasn't eating great either, but I think that I... Because I wasn't drinking. Yeah. 
That's why I lost weight. <laughs> Your body was like, wait, where's all the shit that we're used to? Yeah. Used to taking in. Yeah, because I only gained like 20 pounds. Yeah. From like my pre, like completely pre-pregnancy weight. And then like I was, I lost like 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah. you, but you're done now, and um, yeah. So I have to be careful because I don't. That's another reason why I need to start exercising is that, and be more ca- cognizant about what I'm eating because I'm not I'm not burning all those calories to to make all that milk, and that's why right now I'm drinking bourbon straight. Yeah, drinking it straight, not mixing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing I think that's that probably makes bourbon better than vodka for you. Um, because vodka, you don't just sit and sip straight. Like, yeah, I mean, you can, but it doesn't taste good. Tito's you, is good. I mean, it's okay, but like it's if smooth. You got a, if you got a flavored one, it'd be good. Yeah, maybe. But if you get a flavored one, it's still going to have a lot of sugar and stuff in it. Yeah. So you know, it defeats the purpose there. But, you know, with vodka, you mix it, you know, you, mm-hmm. you mix, you used to mix it with the bubbly, which is zero calories. Yeah. But then, you, you know, we put a splash of the lemonade in there, make mm-hmm. the gene, mm-hmm. as we dubbed it. And um, but with the bourbon, you just, like, ice bourbon drink, and it tastes good. Like, good bourbon tastes good. So, uh, by the way, what do you think of the Woodford? It's good. It's really mild. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a nice, uh, nice mild, a little bit of, um, kind of a woody taste to it, mm. you know? Kind of a, like, Woodford was... Accurate. You can definitely taste that oaky uh, flavor. I like I like Woodford. Always have um, good price. You get that. You found that on sale for mm-hmm. a really good price for Woodford. I remember back when I really first started drinking whiskeys uh, more seriously. Woodford, I think, was around like forty dollars a bottle. Yeah. I, I think it's come down some now, but that was still a good price. Um, but yeah, it was. Like- 25 yeah you got it for 25 which is, like I said, that's good for a bottle of woodford um I wanna, yeah i was gonna say it was around 40 in dallas back in 2009 to 2012 range but elijah craig was 27 a bottle is what i could get it for back then so that's what i drank like that was my go-to mm. i mean i could i could get makers for like 25 or 26 Woodford was 35 to 40 and Elijah Craig was 27 bucks. I'm like, well, Elijah Craig's a, a big step up from makers in my opinion. Yeah. I like Elijah Craig. It's that's my like favorite go-to that you can I like find Basil Hayden anywhere. too. Basil Hayden's good. It's a little pricier than mm-hmm. a, yeah. than a, uh, Elijah Craig, but it's good. Um, I want to try, they have a rye, a dark rye. Basil Hayden does. I'd like to give that one a shot. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just a bourbon drinker. Like, I love scotch and everything, but, man, bourbon, bourbon's my thing. I do not care for scotch. I think if you tried some scotch that wasn't Isla scotches, that weren't the peated scotch, you would probably like some of those. Yeah, a Macallan, a Glenfiddich, something like that. They're, it's a very different, completely different thing. I think there are scotches that you would enjoy. Just not things like Laphroaig and Ardbeg and Lagavulin and... Um, or that Pete Week from Balvini, which is I think if you got a regular Balvini, if you got like, they're like a twelve year old, they're I think it's like double cask or whatever. I think you would love that. Balvini is a phenomenal scotch. That Pete Week is a major departure for them, but it is nice. You're enjoying the bourbon, um, definitely. 
excited about showing you some other bourbons that are out there and, and sampling some stuff together, some mm-hmm. new stuff. Um, bourbon's an exciting world to me. Like, uh, there's just so much of it, and it's it's reasonable. You know, you start getting into drinking a bunch of different scotch, single malts especially, you start talking big money. And you can spend big money on bourbon too, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars, whatever, on a bottle. But you can drink a lot of bourbon, really good bourbon, reasonably. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a it's a fun, fun hobby. Goes well with cigars too. That's one thing uh, I do love. I had I can't, I can't remember the the name of the bourbon I was drinking at the cigar shop last weekend, but it was really good and uh, paired well with the cigar. And then you got sick. Yeah, I did. Oh, that cigar hit hard. Yeah, you 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 uh, laid down on the couch and you were out all night, and I was like, "Wow!" After puking, a lot. Yeah, you are not a quiet puker. No, you are still not a quiet puker. Nope, I'm not. I am not. That's for sure. Driving is the worst. Like if I'm puking and there's like a lot coming up, it's quieter. It's when there's nothing coming up and it's just like. My body, it's my body just trying to turn like itself though, inside out. There's been times when you've had stuff in your stomach and it still sounds like that. Can be, yes. <laughs> it was quieter this time when there was stuff coming up, but it was bad. And you know, I, I didn't eat lunch and went to the cigar shop. <sighs> Fuck, one more yawn. Okay, I'm done with that now. Um, <laughs> went to the cigar shop. I got it picked out a pretty full bodied cigar. And I smoked most of it with nothing to drink because I didn't have cash and the sodas were only available for cash. And then when we got to talking about uh, uh, the comedy show and doing something like that, they invited me back into the members-only area to the bar. And uh, so I was able to buy a drink. And I just, you know, was drinking straight (laughs) bourbon then on top of this really strong cigar, no lunch, and just... I don't smoke anymore. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't had a cigar in a long time. Yeah. Since well before we left Hawaii. Yeah. Um. I don't vape. Mm-hmm. I haven't smoked cigarettes in a few years. Yeah, um, it's, it's been over three, three years. It's three years now because yeah. it was we were in Florida before we moved to Hawaii. Yeah. That was the last cigarette you had. Yeah, and uh, we are two days away from our three-year anniversary from going to Hawaii. So. Yeah. Like it's, I'm past the three year mark mm-hmm. now, um, but yeah. So and, and I vaped for a long time, but I didn't even I don't vape anymore. I quit that. So like I I'm not used to the nicotine. So like smoking a strong cigar like that on an empty stomach and just putting liquor on it. It's and just it's interesting because like I guess I just you know I never really knew anybody that smoked cigars. So like. Yeah. To like be able to get that kind of uh, nicotine buzz or whatever when you don't inhale. Yep. Yeah. Just absorbing it through your taste buds and because uh, you know you're smoking that cigar for over an hour. Yeah. It, it it's a process to smoke it. And I I actually bought a smaller cigar. I actually intentionally bought a smaller cigar, but I was taking it slow because. It's been a while, so I was like really taking my time. Also, it was a really good cigar, so I was, I was taking my time, enjoying it, relaxing, and then we got talking comedy and different stuff, and uh, sitting with the the bartender and the the guy working the cash register up front, visiting with them, 
And then there were a couple of guys that were members back there in the lounge that came up shooting the shit, you know, and I became a social butterfly all of a sudden. <laughs> you are social. <laughs> I'm only social when I drink. I'm not normally social around people I don't know, but I was just like, once I got to talking comedy and I, I got excited about doing a comedy show and like not only being on stage again, you know, actually doing comedy, but also putting on a show, which I haven't actually done myself. So yeah, yeah. got excited and just talking with everybody. And now I'm planning a comedy show. It's great, baby. And you're writing. Yep. Doing doing things that don't involve other people. <laughs> you lucky dog. I don't want it to be like that. I want to have friends. Oh, I don't have friends. <laughs> I, I want to interact with people. Oh, speaking of, um, Ray, I texted him the slow, low lotion picture and told him I know what you're getting for Christmas. And he said, that's perfect because I love to play with myself. <laughs> and you're rethinking the whole friends thing now, right? You have friends. No, but you're rethinking that, that having friends is a good thing. <laughs> I think it's a good thing <laughs> for you. <laughs> you just don't want to be friends with my friends. <laughs> mm. Anything else? I don't think so. No. It's getting late. What time is it? It is 10.20. Oh. Woo, look at us. 10.20 on a Saturday Last night. Last night, we went to bed after midnight. Oh, we did, yeah. And I still got up at 6.45 this morning. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, no shit. I watched you sleep while I got up. Well, I mean, I was up at like 7.30. Yeah, when baby got up. Yeah, yeah. You're on so. baby duty tonight? I am on baby duty tonight. Cool. Hope the baby doesn't duty tonight. Might. He might. He's been dutying a lot. He has been dutying a lot. More than me, even. That's saying something. Yeah. What are you handing me the... Needs you plugged in. Oh, Okay. See, this, the temperature on this thing is so full of shit. It's not 81 degrees up in that room. Oh, that's one thing I've been enjoying about Maryland. Mm. It's like, it's fucking July. It's dead of summer. And most days, it's low to mid 80s mm -hmm. for the high. It has been so beautiful. I mean, there's been some hot days where yeah. it was up low 90s, but but it was only up into the low 90s. You know, we're not, yeah. not having 110 degree Texas heat and... Uh, it's pretty humid here though It's kind of gross here Yeah But like those mornings When it's 61 When we wake up That's fucking beautiful mm -hmm. It's been nice And then my dad And the, the 13 year old They took off Went to Colorado My dad said it was like 40 uh, No it was 59 58 Something like that A couple mornings up there So I'm Loving it Yep Alright well it's good to be back Behind the microphones Um Back potting it up with you, my love. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, by the way, this is the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. It is. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Jean. That's Big Dick Jean. <laughs> you just gonna <laughs> you just gonna say that every time? Every fucking time. I like it. I'm gonna start doing it on the intro too, but you know, you you kicked this off today. Next time I'm gonna kick it off and be like, I'm Jason. This is my co-host, Big Dick Jean. <laughs> 
just have a, a little sound drop of Ray in the background going, Big Dick Zoom! <laughs> yep. That's uh, our thing. You're uh, appealing to my, my masculine energy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my ego. Should I grab my ankles? You know it. <laughs> <laughs>